0: Dang! Everybody, hey,
1: come to the Breakfast Club. I call this the hot seat. you are wild. Y'all are wild. Can I live? You are out of <laughs> control. <laughs> I can't even deal with you. Y'all are so <laughs> petty. Why are
2: y'all so petty? The world's most dangerous morning show. DJ Envy.
3: Captain of this bitch, Angela Yee. I stay in everybody's business, but in a good way.
2: Charlemagne the God. The ruler rubbing you the wrong way. The Breakfast Club. Made
4: for everybody.
2: Good morning,
4: USA.
5: Yo, 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 yo. Good
4: morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlamagne Tha God. Peace to the planet. It's Monday. Good morning. Yes, it's Monday. Good morning. How's
5: everybody feeling, man?
3: It's almost the start of a new month. And it's the last day of Black History Month.
5: Last last day of Black History Month, and please, nobody give me any spoilers. I didn't get to see the uh, season finale of Euphoria Woo! last night, so I, I don't need nobody giving me no spoilers. Nobody in this room giving me no spoilers. No listeners call up and give me no spoilers. I avoided it on social media because I was in Dallas all weekend for my daughter's cheerleading tournament, so I didn't land till really, really, really late last night. It was so a
3: bloodbath. Here you go. <laughs> That's all I can. That's say. corny. It That's corny. Yeah, you, they even
4: do that. I, well, I'll see it later. Oh, yes. Oh, N- well, I finally seen the uh, Kanye West documentary. Okay. On Netflix, if you haven't seen it, I I, I love it, man.
3: Mhm. I wish I wish. I haven't seen this-
4: the whole thing. I just saw the first part. I saw yeah. one and two. Yeah, I wish it was uh, one of those things where every artist or athlete or or any entertainer, anybody, just had a camera with them, so you can actually see the grind, what they went through, and the hardships, and people not believing, and I j- I just think that was dope. Like. Shout to uh Cootie, that was his name, right? Cootie the cameraman? Yeah. Cootie. Shout to Cootie. I mean, is the, the, the amount of footage that he had was just amazing. You know that the first time I ever met Kanye West when he was coming out of a, a DJ clues session, I was walking in the clue session and that was the first time I ever met Kanye West. So mm-hmm. it was just dope to just to see the start and everything. So if you haven't got a chance to check it out, definitely check it out.
3: And I think is all three all three parts aren't out yet, are they? No, just one, yeah, not one just and just two. the first okay. two. Just one and two. I know the third one they said is gonna be really uh, you'll see that shift when his mother passes and you see what an influence his mom was in his life. So just watching all of that, it helps you understand things a little better and how difficult it was for him to take him seriously when he was first getting on. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's... It's it's a dope documentary. If you have a, if you get the chance, definitely check it out. It's if you're a Kanye fan or not, it's just a a fan of music and where he came from and his struggles and how nobody took him serious and he stayed with it. I, I love the fact that he stayed I mean, with it because most people I mean, would have gave up at, at at a certain point. They'd have been like, you know what, this ain't for me. But he stayed with it regardless, which I love.
5: I mean, just the fact that uh, Cootie had the, the 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 foresight to turn the camera on and they say, you know what, I'm going to devote a large portion of my life to record this man who wasn't who he became yet. Correct. You know, just to have the foresight to believe in that individual and say, nah, it's something special about this guy. Let's keep the camera on him. That, you know, that's 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 something only God can play. Absolutely. But let's
3: be clear, he was a successful producer. Like, he was doing well with that. He just wanted to be taken seriously as an artist. Yeah, not it, at the beginning. Yeah. Nah, not when Cooney turned the yeah.
4: camera on. Even at the start, yeah, he wasn't not that with, big.
3: I mean, he had. Yeah, done... now when Coody
4: decided to turn the camera on. He yeah, had Mace at the time, uh, Harlem World, and that was it. He yep. wasn't. A, he wasn't a huge, huge. Producer I didn't say huge, but he was all. doing pretty. You
3: know, he was decent, and you could see the in nah. at H to the Izzo.
4: Nah, but Cootie
5: turned the camera on way before that, mm-hmm. way, way, way before that. He even said, like he used to say, like, uh, it's, "It's arrogant for me to be walking around with a camera crew. Why would somebody be doing a documentary on me?" Yeah, I think the first time in, in in the first part of the documentary, they show where. He decided to start recording Kanye after that Jermaine Dupri party, right? Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So, I mean, if you got a chance, definitely check it out. It's on Netflix. Great documentary so what I've seen so far, man. I really, really enjoyed it. But let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about?
3: Well, let's talk about some good news first this morning. And we'll discuss uh, who Joe Biden has decided to nominate for his Supreme Court nomination. And it is historic.
4: All right, we'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. When I like morning, I everybody. See. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get into some front page news. Where we start in ye?
3: Well, let's talk about this historic nomination. Now, Joe Biden has officially nominated Ketanji Brown Jackson to the U.S. Supreme Court. This happened on Friday, so this would be a historic confirmation process. She would be the first black woman to sit on the highest court in the nation. Here is Ketanji Brown Jackson accepting that nomination. Mr. President, I am truly humbled by the extraordinary honor of this nomination.
6: And if I'm fortunate enough, to be confirmed as the next Associate Justice of the Supreme Court of the United States, I can only hope that my life and career, my love of this country and the Constitution, and my commitment to upholding the rule of law and the sacred principles upon which this great nation was founded, will inspire future generations of Americans
3: all right now this can be huge they've done all kinds of uh, research and they said decades worth of academic literature has repeatedly demonstrated that judges belonging to marginalized groups t- typically bring a different judicial perspective to the bench they talk about a much cited nineteen ninety seven survey they said over ninety percent of white judges agreed that blacks have made considerable progress in securing civil rights while less than half of black judges deem that progress to be considerable so you can imagine the type of effect that
5: um, that this can have yeah I mean it's definitely a historic nomination and the first thing I thought about when I saw that nomination was I hope she's kinfolk because we all know especially in politics all skinfolk ain't kinfolk a lot of black people get those high positions in government and don't really be for us so her being a black woman is a beautiful thing but more importantly I wanted to know does she have a history of being for us what was her record when she served as a chair on the sentencing commission That's that's what's important to me
3: Right. They said as a judge, she's uh, known for being detailed and thorough, sometimes to a fault. And she tends to assert lively command during arguments and hearings. And, you know, they're saying that she underwent a Senate confirmation that's seen as another mark in her favor. All 50 Democratic caucus members voted for her. And so, you know, it looks like this is a, a good thing. Okay. But again, representation does matter in her viewpoint um will matter because this is historic for us. We've never had this before. Can you imagine? For the first time a black representation
5: woman? representation matters and her viewpoint does matter, but if she's if her, if her if she's not if she's not kinfolk, you know, her viewpoint is just like our oppressor. <laughs> you know? So I hope she's kinfolk.
4: That's what I hope.
3: All right, well that is your front page news.
4: All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051 if you need to vent. Phone lines are wide open. Again, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
2: The Breakfast Club. (laughs) This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. You better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club.
4: Hello, who's this? This is Sean from Michigan. Sean from Michigan. Get it off your chest, brother.
1: Uh, I don't like Charlotte's activity about the new... um, New Supreme Court nominee. Black people always go with negative thinking they got to be kinfolk and they got to do this, 2nd and the third. Let's celebrate her first and then get into her record.
5: Who said anything about negativity? I think that we should be like that with any politician. I want to know about her record. And, yes, I want to know that she's kinfolk. Why is we, that negative?
1: But I'm saying, I'm saying up the rip, it shouldn't, it shouldn't automatically be. Well, let's not celebrate yet because we don't know. I didn't say that. Is.
5: <laughs> nobody, uh, no, nobody said anything about celebrating. I said this is a historic nomination, but the first thing that I thought about was after the historic his- history of it was I hope she's kinfolk. That's I don't. Okay. That's not negative.
1: Okay, well that's your perception. I'm sure people perceive it as negative, but okay. Thank you. I
2: don't Thank know why.
0: Sean. Hello, who's this? It's Keith from learning man. So so we just celebrate my daddy's 50th birthday this Friday, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, me and my boys took him out to the club and shit, and. Uh, you know, we drunk. We get a few drinks <laughs> in and shit, man and Stop, stop cursing. cursing. Oh, my bad. Long story short, man, my homeboy ended up tapping me hard. I'm thinking something to jump off. He like, look over there. My daddy in there tonguing the man down,
3: man. What?
5: I mean Your what? daddy was tonguing a man down?
0: Tongue, tongue me down. Man. First of
3: all, was this a your dad was in the club? He t- he just said he took him to the club for his birthday. I know, but I'm saying he your dad just be partying, the partying in the club?
0: No, but this is this is not normal. We just took him out because it's the big fifty, you know. So uh-huh. we, we we took him out and turning it mad down, and you know, I, I'm in disbelief because I'm like, "Ain't no way! This 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 is my daddy, huh? you know." But anyway, long first ago, of all,
5: first dead. of all, why? We, first of all, first of all, you and your homeboy was in the same gay club as your father. So why are you judging him?
3: No, Facts. we were the, we were the blue flame, <laughs> man. Ain't? you at the blue flame. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: Wow! Well, cool Drop with a clues ball for the blue flame. Is your daddy still with your balls,
3: man?
0: This, this let me finish, man. Basically, how the next morning, man, I know he know I sleepy doing it because he ain't said nothing the whole morning. Hmm. So I'm like, damn, man. So, up basically, him and my mom been married wow. down there 25 years. I don't want to go and blow it up. Like, what I'm supposed to do, man? I'm
5: gonna tell you something. There's an episode of Euphoria about that. You better do it before your daddy does it. Before your daddy comes home and blows it up himself.
3: Uh, why
4: don't you just ask him? 20, years, why don't you just ask your pops? Yeah, why don't you talk to him? your pops to the side.
3: Why don't you talk to him about it? Was he super drunk? Did he know what he was doing?
4: He knew what he was doing.
0: <laughs> Ain't no way, man. I don't know, man. Don't, they've been married 25 ask years. Ask your daddy. Your anniversary? You go, what are you going to ask your dad?
3: Yeah, be like, yo, you know you Talk was, to your dad. Yeah. Look, that's he's talking right. to he us. My mama hard, man. What, what my mom supposed to do, man? Now, first and of all, you exactly know what? what your, mom, you your, pops. your mom might know. No, ain't no way, man. You never know what their relationship Uh, is. She might know. You you talk to your
5: dad the same way you talking to us. You tell your dad, you say, "Yo, I saw you in the club, tongue kissing this man." And you can even say, "Look, man, sexuality is one thing, but you' about to break mom's heart." There wasn't
0: no confusion. wasn't no drag. Mm. We ain't nothing
4: straight up. And what club? What Uh club was this? He said the Blue Flame, man. No, I thought it was the. uh, I thought it was something else. But all right, all right. Well, All right, man. have that conversation. Good luck, man. Call us back when, when you t- do because I, I would love to hear what, you, t- what, you, what, your, what your mom's reaction and how it ended off. No, don't go to mom yeah, first. Yeah, he has to go to go his to dad, dad. First. You
3: don't go to your mom first. I said, just tell us, and let us know how it goes. I didn't say call anybody. I just said, let us know how you it said, goes. You said, let us know to- your mom's reaction. Oh, I guess I did.
5: Yeah. Go <laughs> to your dad first and just tell your dad, like, look, man, your sexuality is one thing. That's a whole other conversation. But you about to break mama's heart, because I got to
4: tell her.
3: But you never know she knows already. We don't know what people's relationships are. Sometimes people are aware.
4: What was the name of that club in, in Police Academy? Blue Flame. No, B- Blue Oyster. That's what it was. Blue Oyster. Dun, 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 dun. Anyway, 800. I don't remember Police Academy. 585 1051. Get it off your chest. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The
2: Breakfast Club. I'm telling. I'm telling. Hey, what you doing, man? Oh. I'm Dally. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. 800 585 1051. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Keith from Brooklyn Yard. Keith Yard, what's up? Ain't nothing, yo. I want to talk
7: about uh, the Ukraine and Russia thing just for a second mm-hmm. because um, there's yes, a lot sir. of things that is literally happening and then nobody reports on it. It's so weird.
5: Man, it's talk like, to uh, me. Like talk a, to me.
7: Like a, a day, literally a day after um, uh, the invasion, the Russian ambassador, he did a press conference in Tokyo. And he was pretty much saying the same thing that we're pretty much trying to say that he's, he's crazy. But thinking, but he's pretty much saying that U- Ukraine needs to be quote unquote, I guess, be not survive whatever mm-hmm. that means. And then he's saying that I um, saw that, yeah, yeah. And then he's saying that Ukraine is a bunch is of
5: a drug threat. addicts in Ukraine,
7: yeah, yeah. I mean, Ukraine is corrupt, whatever you know what I'm saying. But uh, he's using that as an excuse to go in there, but also and he's saying that it's a threat if 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 Ukraine joins NATO, it's a threat to his national security, to his borders. And um, I know a lot of people is like, oh, this is crazy. It's, it's empty or whatever, but if anybody looks at a map and sees where we got NATO, it, it, we really got we really got him surrounded anyway. So honestly, I mean I know this is an unpopular opinion, but I feel like we just need to leave Ukraine alone, let him have that.
5: And I'ma tell you what I saw yesterday that, that I, I didn't hear enough people talking about. Do we realize that Putin has ordered his nuclear deterrent forces to be on high yeah, alert well, like, in the midst of all this? Like, God, it's like it's that's the equivalent now. of him having his gun loaded at off safety.
7: Yo, seriously, he's like, yo, he's, and he's on some like, yo, because we're backing into a corner, and it's just like, okay, even if we do back him into a corner, is that good? You know what I'm saying? Man, like, Russia has oh,
5: Russia has thousands of nuclear warheads, and so he said we. that after so the, we. But that's yeah, the— But part, no, but he, he has— We're not just threatening just to use them, though. He's
7: just as much as a powerful person as, as, as we are. He's just as much as a powerful country as we are. Not to mention, like, 43% of the world's uh, uh fossil fuels and natural gas, like, they distribute all that. So it's just like...
1: I
4: just think it's wild. Just, Putin about just doing...
7: Not put it into a factor. Not not it into a factor. You I, know what I'm saying? We're just like, oh, You know, after he's bad. And, you know, whatever. It's all flagged against anybody. But
4: at the same time, try to see it from both sides. I just feel like Putin does what he wants to do and nobody says nothing to him. Yeah, but we've been doing what we wanted to do since, like, for a while. <laughs> that's, that's a fact.
7: NATO. <laughs> like, he was... He, and that's another thing that the, uh, the uh, Russian ambassador was talking about in Tokyo. He was like, oh... Like, pretty much like, y'all ran up in Syria, ain't nobody said nothing. You was in Iraq and Afghanistan, nobody said nothing. Ah, ah, ah. Like, Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm from New York. Then the, the fact that he said proper announcements will be made at proper times, I was like, oh, this guy talking meat talk, man. He, he, Yo, he I'm guy. telling
5: you, he, he literally said yesterday that he ordered his nuclear deterrent forces to be on high alert in the midst of all this. Like, that's literally like him having his gun loaded and off safety. Hello? And I
8: was like, damn. Hello, who's this? Good morning, this is Joel. Joel, what up? Get it off your chest. I want to get two things off my chest. Uh, first, it's about the Ukraine situation. Uh, this, full disclaimer, I am not. I don't have anything against Ukraine, and I think Russia is completely wrong for doing what they're doing. But my only question uh, to America is, where was the world when they were invading Haiti in 1915 to 1934 and then just left the, the country a wreck? But the the other thing I want to mm-hmm. get off my chest is um I'm so I want to shout out my my son's mom we're not together but um she's a great mom she's a great partner and I know many times you know people get separated and they just bash each other but I just wanted to shout her out I appreciate her her name's Ashley mm-hmm. she's an amazing mom and um I want to thank all three of y'all DJ Envy Charlamagne Tha God and Miss Angela I, I I just thank y'all for everything y'all do. Thank, oh, thank you. you, brother. Appreciate and you, coming Shout
4: out out to
3: one, to you. man. Yes, sir. Have a great one.
4: All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. Now we got rumors on the way.
3: Yes, and you guys have been posting nudes all over the place. We'll tell you what uh, what person's nudes have now allegedly leaked, even though he's denying it's him.
4: All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
2: The Breakfast Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
3: Man, rest in peace to Snooty Wild. He died Saturday at a hospital in Houston. Police said he was found shot in the neck while next to an SUV in a ditch. So, again, our condolences to his family. Um, According to his fiancée, Crystal Meredith, she spoke to ABC 13 on Sunday, confirmed that he was the one shot at the scene. She said she met him. In New Orleans, he's from Memphis. They had moved to Houston and had been living in the city for three years. She said he did not have any enemies, so she has no idea who would have shot him. They do have a three-year-old together, and he leaves behind a total of five children. If anybody has any information regarding this, they want you to call Crime Stoppers, please, at 713-222-8477. I
4: thought I read somewhere that it was definitely camera. Said. I thought that's what I thought. I guess the way it was parked, they said Yeah, they definitely. Could, mm-hmm.
5: I mean, nah, I just definitely sending his family healing energy, man. Absolutely. You know? mm-hmm. And was it? Did it look like a robbery or something? Like, did they take something from him? Like,
3: uh, they are still investigating. Again, this just happened on Saturday, but a woman reported that it was her vehicle that ended up in the ditch, and she said she told officers people stopped to assist her, and that's when uh, she says that uh porter who is snooty wild showed up and pointed a gun at her the woman told the officer she ran away and then heard a gunshot and according to investigators a neighbor caught the entire incident on camera huh yeah this is what a woman is saying she said her vehicle ended up in a ditch because remember he was found shot in the neck while next to an suv in a ditch mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. this woman reported it was her vehicle that ended up in the ditch She told officers people stopped to assist her, and that's when he showed up and pointed a gun at her. The woman told officers she ran away and heard a gunshot, and according to investigators, they do have the entire incident on camera. So I'm not sure what went down, but this this is what's according to the report. All right, but we will keep you updated, so rest in peace. Uh Euphoria season 2 that finale did crash HBO Max. A lot of people were tweeting and upset that they were having problems uh getting on the service. They told people please close the app and try again. They said there were over 52,000 complaints when the show started. But by the it was like a, around 9:20, those complaints fell to under 4,000. So I guess the first few minutes it crashed and then they were able to fix it. Well,
5: don't spoil nothing for me. I haven't seen it yet. I'm watching it today. I didn't land until really, really late last night. So don't spoil nothing.
3: Okay, LeBron's museum in his hometown of Akron, Ohio, will be opening next year. It will be included in the transformation of an entertainment complex in Akron, and it's being rebranded into the House 330. Uh, That complex will have bars, restaurants, retail shops. There's no exact date for the museum's opening, but there will be an admission fee if you want to go and see some of these exhibits. And that will deal with LeBron James. You'll be able to walk in a pair of his size 15 shoes, experience his journey through life. The first exhibit will feature his early years growing up in the Spring Hill apartments and how that transformed him into the man that he is today. All right, now Monica is putting out new music. This will be her first album since 2015. She was on her Instagram stories, giving fans her status on her update. She said, y'all keep asking for this album, but you really aren't ready. And she said, these lyrics, I wrote them, felt them, lived them, and I'm unashamed of them. The lyrics say, I've cried enough, I've prayed enough, I've done enough, I've been enough to you. Did things no one would do. The problem wasn't you hurting me. It was me not seeing the best in me. My own value wasn't clear to me. It was the same lie repeatedly. You turned it all around on me. Told me go be free when you knew this was holding me. But you will see there will never be another me. So excited for some new music from Monica! I hadn't even realized it's been that long. And Talib Kweli also teased a new Black Star album is coming. He posted the new Black Star album was recorded in hotel rooms and dressing rooms across the globe. I love how my brother Yasin Bey pushes me musically. Black Star forever. Follow at Black Star shining today.
4: It's so crazy. If you watch the Kanye West documentary, you see how Talib mm-hmm. Kweli and him was so cool, and how Talib. Helped him get on. So when you hear Kanye on Drink Champs talking crazy about Talib, it just seems crazy.
5: No, it don't. I just I told y'all Kanye was is a master manipulator. So he said on Drink Champs, I just used all the backpackers. I never even liked them. I just used them to get the way I wanted to be, and that's the way he has continued to use people throughout his career. That's just just a fact.
4: On the documentary, you see Talib Kweli at the time. Nobody they show him mad love. Yeah, they showed him mad love. Brought him out on stage, took his beats. Uh, was trying to get him signed, like they showed him. That. Yeah, they tried to get him there signed. to rockers,
3: yes. But um, there you was know,
4: absolutely I, no reason f- ever for Kanye
5: to talk crazy about those two individuals like that. Not for, not for well, especially that, Tali. That, that
4: held him down like that, that tried to put him on, no, that brought him out to the all. show. Like you well, said, listen, Kanye right.
3: himself said in his book that he gave out at his concert, "If you can't be used, you are useless." That was one of the phrases that he lived by. All right, now Bow Wow.
5: That's a fact. If you can't be, can be used, you're useless. I do agree with that. But you don't let people misuse you.
3: All right, now Bow Wow says he plans to release his final album on Death Row. He said, Spoke to Snoop last week. Very soon, my plan is to put my final album on Death Row and close my music career out where it began. I'm trying to do the D Wade and come home and close it out. So that could be exciting for him. And Big Sean. Uh, The Internet was going crazy. I saw Big Sean and Janae were trending over the weekend. I had no idea why, and it's because allegedly he posted his nudes on social media. Now, the story was that he tried to post a picture of his penis next to a Nintendo Switch. And then people were Googling the length of the Nintendo Switch, which was 9.4 inches, to figure out what that length was. But Big Sean did say, this is not me. So the photo was allegedly uploaded to his close friends on Instagram and made its way around social media. From what I'm hearing, he's saying that somebody photoshopped it and put his name on it, and he never sent that out. It wasn't him. But he is getting a lot of love from it, so he's amused.
5: Now, question, how do we know that he actually put that on his close friends? Because when people say things like that, like it was on their close friends, like did people actually see it on his close friends? Because I wonder how that happens. How does something just end up on, on your story?
3: Somebody screenshotted it, and it said Big Sean on top. So that's why people feel, and and then the story that went but viral. But it doesn't mean it was real, though. No, it doesn't mean it was real. He's saying it's not real. Yes. All right, well, that is your yeah, I rumor think y'all, report. I think,
5: I, mm-hmm. I think y'all worried about the wrong missiles because Putin has ordered his nuclear deterrent forces to be on high alert. And the way y'all discussing Big Sean's alleged missile is how you should be discussing the ones that could potentially kill us all.
2: All right.
4: Now, speaking of that, we got front page news. I'm sure we'll break that down some more. Speaking of what? you talking missiles. about the missiles speaking and then Be yes. specific.
3: Today's a big day because there's a lot of talk set for today, so we'll tell you who's going to be speaking with each other today. Delegations from Ukraine and Russia are supposed to be meeting. Joe Biden's going to be talking today. We'll tell you what we know so far. Like we said, things are changing by the minute, so we'll keep on updating you.
4: I said front-page news. What was on your mind? I just asked. Be specific. I was discussing two different missiles just
5: now. I just want to make sure you want to talk about the right one. So sure. I, I, I want to talk about the right one. Which one you want to
2: talk about, guys? Right. <laughs> Gotta go. Front page news is next. Is the Breakfast Club? Good morning, the Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. The General Insurance is a quality insurance company that has been saving people money for nearly
4: sixty years. What up, y'all? It's DJ MV, and you should take a closer look at the General. Call eight hundred General or visit thegeneral.com. dot the General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., and Insurance Agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front-page news. All right, now, the New York Knicks lost yesterday to the Sixers, 125-109. James Harden, he's busting ass, man. It feels like he's home. He's in a good position. He looks good out there. Yes. He had a triple-double yesterday, 29 points, 10 rebounds, 16 assists. Now, Ben Simmons, they said he's dealing I say, with some soreness, so he's not uh, playing. They don't know yet when he's going to be playing. I can say after
5: two games, after two games, small sample size, James Harden is absolutely going to work in Philadelphia.
4: Yeah, he looks good out there. Definitely looks good out there, all right? And uh, NBA Minute is brought to you by Hennessy, the spirit of the NBA. Now, what and, else we got? and he's
5: making other people around him better, especially uh, that, that kid Mackie. Mackie's been balling those two games. Mm-hmm.
3: All right, now let's discuss what's happening in Ukraine and Russia. So talks have started between Ukrainian and Russian delegations in Belarus. That started at their time, 1 p.m. Ukrainian time, which is 6 a.m. Eastern time. And so that is happening right now. Now the country, uh, Ukraine, has demanded an immediate ceasefire and withdrawal of Russian troops in the lead up to the meeting. We're not sure what's going to happen, but the Vatican is willing to facilitate a dialogue between Ukraine and Russia to end the war. So I don't know what good... That could potentially do right now. I don't know what will come out of this meeting. We are praying for peace, though. Um, Nearly 6,000 people have been detained across Russia after the fourth day of anti-war protests. They have detained a total of 5,942 people for participating in these protests across the country. Um, So far, there have been no indication of protests happening yet today. Individuals are allowed to stage solo protests. But not it. But um, people have been detained for those as well. Under Russian law, large demonstrations require protesters to apply for a permit, which has to be submitted no more than 15, but no less than 10 days before the event. There's heavy fines and in some cases even prison time for people who participate uh, without a permit. In the meantime, the value of the Russian currency has crashed to a record low against the U.S. dollar as the country's financial system has been reeling from all the sanctions that have been imposed by Western countries in response to the invasion of Ukraine. It lost more than 30% of its value to trade, and they're saying it uh, plummeted earlier than that to as much as 40%. Right now, their markets are closed for the day. Now, as far as these sanctions, here is what the White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki has to say. The most
6: comparable other country where we have taken these actions is Iran. So it's that significant in terms of the steps we've taken. It's also significant because President Biden rallied the
3: world, Europe, to take steps no one ever thought they would
6: take a few months ago.
3: All right. Now, in addition to that, uh, she also spoke about Russia and Russia being the aggressor.
6: Russia is under no threat from NATO, has never been, is under no threat from Ukraine, has never been. It is Russia and President Putin who are taking the aggressive action. So this is just an attempt, an escalatory attempt to justify further action on their part.
3: All right, and the Russian president in being the aggressor that he is, uh, Putin has ordered his country's deterrence forces, which includes nuclear arms, onto their highest state of alert yesterday. He cited NATO leaders Mm, making mm, aggressive mm. comments about our country, is what he said. And Gensaki has said that move was part of a wider pattern of unprovoked escalation and manufactured threats. There's also claims that, of racism. That's the equivalent.
5: Mm-hmm. Now, that's the equivalent of him having his gun loaded and off safety. Okay. Correct. Ready to pop off any time.
3: Now, there's also and been a lot
5: nuclear warheads we're talking about, people. Mm-hmm.
3: There's also a lot of claims of racism that have been emerging out of Ukraine with Africans being denied access to flee as millions of people are attempting to leave and seek refuge in neighboring countries. There has been a disturbing trend where Africans are being discriminated against. There's several videos and accounts that have emerged over the past day where Africans and other people of color who claim they are not being allowed to board certain trains are being told get to the back of the line and then they're not being allowed to leave. Uh, they, a lot of people are saying it's because of the color of their skin, and this is mostly happening as they're trying to get to Poland to get out of Ukraine and get across the Polish border in the northwest region. They're saying that border agents and local police are literally letting white Ukrainians hop on in and will not give access to black people. So we'll keep you updated as a lot of this footage has been posted. It's like, and you feel so helpless. What are you supposed to do from here?
5: And, you know, I know a lot of people say, I don't care what's going on with Russia and Ukraine. I got my own problems here in America. I totally get it. But if you don't think what's happening in Russia and Ukraine isn't impacting you, check the gas prices today. Gas prices, food prices, heating and electricity prices all going up. I I, I, I don't know what you can do with that information. I'm
4: just letting you know
5: an immediate thing that we have to deal with because of this war.
4: No, definitely gas prices. I know gas prices, uh, if you get uh, close to $4, I've known San Diego is the highest. It's like four ninety. They said Houston is right now is the cheapest place to get gas, but very, very expensive to get some gas right now.
5: Yeah, they, they say it might be going over $5 uh, today. I yeah. mean, you know, inflation is already the highest it's been in this country in like, what, 40 years. So now because of what's going on in Russia and Ukraine, things are going to continue to shoot up on top of that. So if you think people was robbing and stealing before,
4: yeah. Or you better look alive out here in these streets. And I'm the king of $40 super, and that's all I put now for Yeah, let's ain't going to get me nowhere. Goodness all right. gracious.
3: All right. Mm-hmm. Well, that is your front page news. And Joe Biden is going to be uh, talking to U.S. allies this morning at 1115 Eastern Time. So, of course, we'll be watching everything and letting you know what we know.
4: All right. Now, when we come back, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Now, during get it off your chest. A gentleman called with this situation.
0: We just celebrate my
4: daddy's 50th birthday this Friday, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, me and my boy
0: took him out to the club and s***. And, uh, you know, we drunk. We get a few drinks <laughs> in and shit, man. And my homeboy ended up tapping me hard. I'm thinking something's going to jump off. He like, look over there. My daddy in there chugging the man down, man. What? The next morning, man, I know he know i see doing it because he ain't said nothing the whole morning. So I'm like, man, I'm messing. but. Basically,
4: him and my mom been married. Wow. i 25 years. I don't want to go and blow it up. Like, what am I supposed to do, man? All right. So we're asking 800 He, he want to be Nate and Cal from Euphoria so bad. 1051. What are you doing in this situation? Let's talk about it when we come back, all right? 800-585-1051. You take your dad out for his 50th birthday party. Your dad's partying. All of a sudden, you look over. Your dad's tongue-kissing another man. All right.
5: You ask yourself why we both in the same gay bar. You're and shot. mind okay. your damn business. Okay? That's <laughs> no. what you do. No. All right. Like father, like son. He's what are you talking mar- about? He's here? Still married to your Judging mom. that man.
4: What do you do? All right, let's talk about it when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
2: It's topic time.
1: Call
4: 800 585
2: 1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Talk about it.
4: Morning, everybody, it's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy, we are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about somebody that called during Get It Off Your Chest. He had a problem, and uh, he wanted some advice. Let's listen. We just celebrate my daddy's 50th birthday this
0: Friday, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, me and my boys took him out to the club and s***, and uh, you know, we drunk, we get a few drinks <laughs> in and shit, man, and my homeboy boy ended up tapping me hard. I'm thinking something's gonna jump off. He like, look over there, my daddy in there man down, man. What? I'm in disbelief, because I'm like, ain't no way. This this, is this my daddy, huh? you know? The next morning, man, I know he you know i see the doing it, because he ain't said nothing the whole morning. Mm. So I'm like, man, i mess up. But basically, him and my mom been married wow. down there 25 years. I don't want to go and
4: blow it up. Like, what i am supposed to do, man? All right, 800-585-1051. What do you do in that situation? Start with you, Yee. What do you do?
3: Uh, my dad? <sighs> I don't know, because we don't talk about stuff like that. Like what? Like anything. I Not mean, a-
4: I don't think anybody would talk about anything like that. I mean, I'm sure it just happened. I'm sure it is. No, I'm
3: saying we don't talk about like relationship type stuff at so, all. So, so you, what would you do? I'd probably tell my brother. <laughs> tell your brother? And then mind my business. My parents are divorced, though.
4: Yeah, that's true, and they live together. Okay, all right. Now, what about you, Charlemagne?
5: Well, first of all, dude who called wants to be Nate and Cal from Euphoria so bad. But uh, I would just tell him have a conversation with his pop. Like, you know, he's a man. You a man. You confront him. Like, when I found out my pops was cheating on my mom back in the day, I just confronted him straight up, asked him. And he looked me in my eyes and said, oh, you only got one girlfriend, huh? When you get older, you will understand. And as I got older, I did understand. In fact, I overstood. And I learned not to judge people. If I did not want to be judged, but that still don't make it right because, yes, he will break his mama's heart. So the only thing you can tell your pops in a situation like that is 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 leave. You know what I'm saying? If you want to cheat on mom and you can't help yourself, you don't need to be with her because you can't tell him to tighten up because cheating is wrong, and there's no right way to do the wrong thing, so you can't tell them to cheat better.
4: Now let me ask so you a The question. only thing you can tell them in that situation is bounce. So after you confronted your dad, did you ever tell your mom? No, hell no. So you didn't tell your mom, even though your dad was out there. You didn't tell your mom.
5: Nah, my mom knew. I, I, I'm pretty. My mom knew at that point already. I mean, hell, the whole town knew at that point. But I'm pretty sure my mom knew. I mean, I, and that was my whole thing. Like, you know, what's up? Because you know, you out here embarrassing mom and and like 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 dude called and said like you know you could break your mom's heart like that so that was my only thing but once again you can't tell a person to cheat better you can't tell a person right. to tighten up so in a situation like that you know if pops don't want to stop cheating maybe the best thing to do is for pops to leave either way mom ends up with a breaking heart
4: broken heart yeah I mean I would I would unless
5: you just don't unless nobody says nothing
4: I would talk to pops first but then I would tell pops he gotta tell mom you know what I mean and I would give him an opportunity to do what's right you know
5: I ain't telling pops none of that, cause you know I wouldn't. I wouldn't have wanted nobody to tell me that.
4: Yeah, but if I it, But if your if your child caught you doing something, they, she would give you the opportunity to at least tell your wife. And if not, then you know it is what it is. Hello, who's this? Yeah,
5: I mean that that's the worst time, by the way, when somebody when somebody when you gotta say something to somebody because somebody else is already threatening to tell. Hey.
4: Oh lord. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, what's your name? Hey, it's Bernadette. How
6: are you? I'm calling from
4: Philly. Hey, Bernadette so from Philly.
6: Hey,
4: Bernadette from Philly.
6: So, um, DJ the Charlemagne and Angela Lee, Um, I really think that the, the, the gentleman that called earlier, I think his dad was
0: kissing a woman that may have looked like a guy, you know, with the short hair. Nope. Why, said, you think, said, well, nope. now, why would you think that? <laughs> nope.
5: He specifically said it was not. He said she wasn't in drag. She didn't have no wig on. He specifically said that.
0: There are
6: some women
0: that's more on that could be.
3: That's just it's a blue flame, right? That's not a that's not a gay club, right? Nope. Yeah, but listen, no, why? But why would you assume that automatically? He said it was a man. I don't know, but your dad and he's been married to your mom for
5: twenty five years. I, I what that got to do I, with anything?
6: It's something strange you seen Euphoria. And here's... Well, no, I haven't. That's not a show that I, I oh. watch, but um at any rate... You're missing out. I wanted to get with
4: Charlamagne. Oh, on Charlamagne. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We're going to put you on. I'm going to I'm gonna give you Charlamagne number. Hold on. Hello. Who's this? You're
5: not going to give her my number.
0: <laughs> this is Bree from New Jersey. What's up, brother? I'm saying mine. I can't tell you everything, but I think daddy's gay. Gay.
7: Gay. Gay. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Oh my gosh.
4: Oh. And Then I gotta
7: wonder, like, why am I in a gay club? Because my dad's a kind of, like, one-in-Rome kind of guy. The Blue Flame uh, is not no, a gay <laughs> club, man.
4: It's not a... Why
7: am I in a gay club? It's the Blue, a gay by club. the way,
5: the Blue Flame is far from a gay club no, in Atlanta. Club. I don't know why not y'all disrespecting the historical institution that is the Blue Flame.
3: Why is it disrespectful?
4: Y'all gonna leave the Blue Flame alone, man. But it's not I a gay club. He, just he said he's seen some... You know what? Forget it. 800... 585-1051, what would you do? It's The Breakfast Club, good morning. I know it I
2: am I know I am in. I I Call me. Add your opinions to The Breakfast Club, top Come on.
4: 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about a gentleman that called earlier, had an incident with his dad at a club. Let's listen. We
0: just celebrate my daddy's 50th birthday this Friday, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, me and my boys took him out to the club and shit. and, uh, you know, we drunk. We get a few drinks <laughs> in and shit, man, and my homeboy boy ended up tapping me hard. I'm thinking something's gonna jump off. He like, look over there. My daddy in there, telling the man down, man. What? I'm in disbelief, because I'm like, ain't no way. This this, is this my daddy, How you know? The next morning, man, I knew he you know I see doing it, cause he ain't said nothing the whole morning. Mm. So I'm like, damn, man, that's so, a but. Basically, him and my mom been married wow. down there 25 years. I don't want to go and
4: blow it up. Like, what I'm supposed to do, man? So we're asking 800-585-1051. What would you do? All right. Now we got our a resident family on the line. Trav, what up, Trav? Hey, yeah, what's up, Trav? <laughs> What's up, Yee? Hey, up, boo. Son? So there's only one solution I have, yo. Mm. Basically,
1: the mama and the son got to jump to daddy, yo.
4: <laughs> what are you talking about, Trav?
1: <laughs> the mama and the son got to jump to daddy because he was cheating.
5: Let me ask you a question, Trav. Did Nate and his mama jump
1: cow? you say, mom? I'm on the phone with the breakfast. Oh, my mama right here. Mom, what would you do, mom? If, <laughs> if I came home and told you, I'm on the phone with the breakfast. Hi. Say hi. hi.
3: Hey, mom. hey, mama. Hey, mama, Trav. <laughs> hey, ma. Hi, how you
1: doing? What would you do if I came home and told John's in the club with dad and he was tonguing down a whole nother man?
3: She that's where you
7: get it
5: from, boy. That's where so you get it from, boy. You just like club. your daddy. <laughs> I knew that
3: already. How would you feel about that?
1: How would I feel about
3: that? Yeah. He'd be gone. <laughs> My He'd be gone, me. she said.
1: Goodness yeah, gracious. I, I definitely think that at the end of the day, it's still cheating. All right. That's a, that's
5: a, Who said it's not?
4: <laughs> thank you, Trav. Who said it's not cheating? Hello, who's this? Good morning, this is Darren. Darren, Bro, good morning. What you doing if that situation happened to you, Darren?
1: Yeah, I'm snitching. I'm telling. I'm telling mom, dad, gotta go. Because now it's about her safety. That can't go down. Got to protect mom. All right.
4: Thank you so much. Hello, who's this? The
1: Jungle Jim. Jungle Jim. You got it, brother. All right, Jungle. How you doing today? I'm doing well. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good, man. So so
4: what should this gentleman do, bro?
1: I think the gentleman shouldn't uh, call into the radio, first of all, to be uh, talking about something like that that's really personal. And I also think that y'all shouldn't promote that stuff on the radio.
4: Promote what stuff?
1: It's real promote life. This is something that In,
3: happens.
5: Infidelity? Uh, 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 gay I agree. We shouldn't stuff. promote infidelity on the radio.
1: I've been listening to Charlamagne the God, and you know what I'm saying? He's been speaking on uh, gay stuff a lot, man. You know what I'm saying? You the know facts. what that does, man? That plant seeds, bro. What? You know what I'm saying? And if you familiar, oh, I, I th- how the I, world works. I thought we was talking you know, about infidelity. Man, you talking about the, uh, I thought you were talking about the daddy that was going to the club with the, with the son that was being gay or something like that, right?
3: You think discussing things about people who are gay plant seeds?
1: I do.
5: The bigger the issue in this situation is too. that the daddy's cheating on the mama, sir. That's the biggest.
1: mama with a man though, right? So
5: That's the second be- issue to me. <laughs>
1: It's okay, real but the life. That's
4: situation That is. really happened, though. That that really wasn't made up. It really happened. A gentleman called, and I mean, we you say we don't know if his name, we don't know where he's you, from. But, but you
3: also know there's gay people in, in this world for real. Should we ignore gay people?
1: No, we shouldn't. We shouldn't ignore the problem. That's what we shouldn't ignore.
3: What's the problem?
1: What's the problem? Because, I mean, cheating uh, is the problem. No, cheating no, ain't never been a problem, man. You know that <laughs> it's, it's, Cheating
3: it's, is not <laughs> a problem. Okay, geez, you're, geez, you're geez, just all backwards. backwards. You. N-
1: let me explain. Oh okay, my
3: gosh.
1: Let, let me, nigga, nig. Okay, cheat cheating, cheat. Charlamagne. God, let me get your position, man. Please. Whoa. Let All right. Let me have your position, because I, I, I will, I will really speak about something that need to be spoke about, and I know y'all probably wouldn't want me to speak about it. You know. So go ahead. What you got I'm to say? Cheating. Okay. Let me, let me, let me say about the cheating situation. Okay. Cheating was something that was brought upon you. Now, if you did something that brought back what? on you from karma, then it comes back around to you.
3: So it's so your fault is, if you get that's cheated
1: your on.
5: Cash your ask you a question? How would you feel if your mom, how would you feel if your girl cheated on you?
1: I wouldn't feel no kind of way because it must have been something I did in order to make her go do that.
3: Is that called victim thing? blaming so when someone her. gets cheated on? You're saying it's their own fault that they got cheated on.
1: Oh, it, so you would stay it with exactly her? Exactly is, and that's not playing the victim. That's not playing the victim. What? But, but you'd being, stay with her if she aware, cheated on you. That's, that's being aware of something that you've done. That, so you, you, what you got to understand for every oh act. I respect God. that.
5: No, he's absolutely right. But would you stay with your woman if you cheat, if she cheated on you?
1: Would you stay with him? Yeah, I stay with her. I have. I I'll stay with him.
5: So,
3: if you her? okay, just asking. Okay, so if you cheat on your girl, that's her fault. If I cheated
1: on my, that's girl, not what he said. It, G. Must been, it, it, mu- it must have been something that she did in her previous relationship. Right, so it's her fault.
3: Did okay. Somebody.
1: Have you ever had a situation to where a girl, where you meet a person cheating, and you end up losing them the same way? What? Have you ever had that happen before? I know you heard a friend.
5: I, 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 I understand what you say, but I, I, I totally I you. understand what you're saying, brother. I'm, I'm, I totally get I what you're saying. So that. when
1: you go into relationships like that, okay, you think that you got away with something. that You might have been cheating on the man in the last relationship. You feel what I'm saying? And now in this relationship... Yes, I the, totally get it. it. Every,
3: why, you know, everybody doesn't cheat. Sometimes hard. people get cheated on and they haven't ever cheated.
1: No, that's not the case. But see, you got to understand the way what? the world works. See, that, see you can't be okay. ignorant about how the world works now. See, that's what you and what you're understand. saying,
5: you're saying it, you're, you're saying you're saying it goes both ways. So let's say your girl cheated on you. It's because of something that you were lacking, or it's something that you did that you weren't giving
1: her. No, it's something that I did previously that came back on me. All right, called, you, maybe. Are, are, you, are you? Do you? Do you? Hold on, let me ask you this question: Do you understand what karma is?
5: Yes, but I don't did believe karma do is cause and effect. I, I believe karma is created through actions.
1: It's created through actions. You're positively correct. That is correct. It is made through actions. So for every action, there's a reaction. Is that correct? Can we yes. agree with that?
5: E- equal or opposite. Yes, equal or equal opposite. Or... I agree with that.
1: Okay, now what we speaking on is karma, right now, young man. You see what I'm saying? No. <laughs> so, so, so now
4: it don't matter what. <laughs> Wait, hold on, uh... hold on. I'm gonna give you Charlemagne's number. Hold on. <laughs> Man,
5: stop saying that. But no, I, I, I see what he's saying. What he's saying, what, what he's saying makes perfect sense. Like, he's not putting the blame on anybody. He's just saying that, you know, if he got cheated on in a previous relationship, it's probably because he cheated on somebody in a relationship previously. Y'all
4: do know I he started the conversation with. Uh, that you pushing the narrative of, of, of gainers. You know, he, that's, what, that's what he started with. Well, I ignore
5: that. Uh, I don't give that any energy.
4: Oh, okay. All right. Well, what's the moral of the story? I forgot what we were talking about, by the way.
5: The moral of the story is cheating is wrong. And everybody should be allowed to live their truth. And if you're in a situation where you're not able to live your truth, then maybe you need to get up out of that situation and stop having everybody live a lie with you.
4: All right. We got rumors on the way,
3: Yi. Ye? Yes, and let's talk about Meg The Stallion. She has a new Snapchat series, and she also shows the type of messages that people send to her online. Disgusting.
4: All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let me send a, a, a happy birthday to DJ Louis V, program director out in Atlanta. Hey,
3: happy birthday, Louis hey. V. Hey. Happy
4: birthday, so to, to my guy,
5: Louis God, V, man. man. Happy born day, King. How are you, my brother?
3: I wish I could have been and in Atlanta to, to, to celebrate with him. Man. Yeah, had Happy a birthday, birthday
4: weekend, man. Shout out to Louis v. I went down there and celebrated him. How was um Dallas for your uh, daughter cheerleading competition? First of
5: all, I love the city of Dallas, not just because I'm a Cowboy fan, but just because I love the city of Dallas. I love the the, the, the energy
4: in Dallas. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Shout and to GR um, too. GR in Dallas. Oh, salute
5: to my dude. yeah, salute to my dude, uh, Big George. I, I saw George yesterday, man. I saw um. I, I sat with George yesterday. You know, George is the first person to ever put me on the radio uh, full time. Really? Yeah, the first time. And he, yeah, and he said he wanted me to do uh, a morning show at night on Hot ninety eight nine in Charleston, South Carolina. Salute mm-hmm. to my, so salute to my dude, uh, George Cook. And I got to salute uh, Cook. Chef. Day. Yeah, George Cook. Salute to my, uh, salute to Chef Joe Lee too. Chef Joe Lee has a, a catering service in Dallas called Low Country Cuisine. Mm-hmm. And, man, I went there yesterday, and let me tell you something. uh, That was my cheat meal for the weekend. There is nobody whose shrimp and grits is better than Chef Jolie. I don't know what she puts in her shrimp and grits. She will not give up the recipe. My wife was trying to get it out of her yesterday, but she will not give it up. But she makes the best shrimp and grits I have ever tasted in my life. So if you're in Dallas, Texas, make sure you go check out uh, Chef Jolie with Low Country cuisine. And she's got a YouTube channel too called At Home with Chef Jolie, so you can check her out there as well.
4: You talked about that, but how was the competition?
5: <laughs> uh the cheerleading competition? <laughs> no, the dance good. competition. I don't know what
4: competition. <laughs> my, the horse my, competition. My, listen, my yes. daughter's
5: my daughter's cheerleading my daughter's chilling competition is all listen, I am a present father. Doesn't mean that I'm engaged. You know, I'm a very <laughs> present father. I am there. I am at every cheerleading event, and all I know is that they don't be falling. And see, when I watch the cheerleading My routines, goodness. as long as they don't fall you or you. visibly mess up, it looks cool to me. But then when it be over, they all be complaining. So I don't know what good cheerleading is, to be totally honest with you, but I am at every cheerleading event, okay? What do they complain so, about? Yes. And I don't know. People be off and people be... Missing cues and I I don't know, man. I just I, I just be minding my business. I'm a very present father. I am there. There's a lot okay? of I'm fathers at every out there event.
4: that know their daughters' chairs that can do it with their daughters. That's we, not true. We need you to do That's
5: that. That's not true. How you gonna tell me? How, how you gonna tell me when I'm with them every weekend? I I be seeing. And all. we all we all and, hey hey and we all falling asleep and waking up at the same time, <laughs> looking at each other like, hey, what are you talking about? Don't tell me. <laughs> all right, okay. cheerleading cheer dads have a different uh, a different code. We wear the paraphernalia, and we we are present. Okay, we we know we know what we're going through. As need, cheer dads, I
4: need you to do more.
5: By the way, I think I'm one of the only cheer I think I'm one of the only cheer dads that travels everywhere with at least with my daughters' uh, group. Because okay. I'm everywhere. All right, I go to every chair of it. All right. Well,
4: there you have it. All right. Well, we got rumors on the proud way. cheer dad, though. There you go.
3: Yes, and some things I think are unacceptable. And Gary Payton was talking about some things that Shaquille O'Neal would do as a joke. He was on Vlad TV, and this ain't funny.
4: All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Listen
2: up. It's just end. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee.
3: It's The Rumor Report.
2: The Breakfast Club.
3: All right. Well, Gary Payton sat down with Vlad TV and he was talking about Shaq being the ultimate jokester when they played together. He did give an example of one of the pranks that Shaq would pull.
0: Yeah. Shaq is a jokester. Oh, yeah. So if one of the rookies would be in a stall, he would take a bucket and use the bathroom in it for about a week. And then all of a sudden he'll pour it on them. So we started being jokesters. So... I got his short, his drawers one day, and he and I took them, and he had to wear them underneath his thing and be free-balling all the time, right? But we messed up his pants, so he didn't have no drawers because he was trying to find his drawers, and I had them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So he had to ride a towel around him, and Shaq don't care. He'd get in his truck, ride around the thing, and then he'd throw the towel out, and he'd be free-balling. Mm.
5: I'm hey, that's a lot of urine to pour on somebody, that's, man. Just, that's you pour pee on me. A I don't care how big you pour. You pour pee on me. I don't care how big you are. I'm going to find some way to bite you, Shaq. All right?
3: Yeah, and um, where was he keeping his bucket? Just storing a bucket of urine for a Listen, whole can,
4: week? Can, can we be honest, though? If Shaq, what, what are you going to do to Shaq? Well, how I'm going to find some place to bite Shaq. Seven I don't care how big Shaq is. I'll tear
5: uh-huh.
2: Shaq up from the thigh down.
3: Okay. Wow. Let's move on. Meg the Stallion. <laughs> wow.
2: <laughs>
4: Okay. We're going to
3: ignore that. Wow. All right. Kink,
4: kink, kinky much. Okay. Uh,
3: yes. So hey, Megan the problems, Stallion man. has a, a brand new Snapchat series. Wow. It's called Off The Leash. And basically it follows her to the Hot Girl Ranch. She invites some of her famous friends and their pets. And that's where they chill and catch up. So it's eight episodes and she's taking on a new adventure with help from some of her pups. So here's what that trailer sounds like.
6: What's up? It's Megan Thee Stallion, A.K.A. the H Town Hottie, and welcome to Off the Leash. Okay, y'all, I have been working nonstop, so I came out here to the Hottie Ranch to spend some quality time with my babies, get back one with nature, and get back to my Texas roots. We shoveling poop. And I'm not gonna be on this big old 214 acre ranch by myself. <laughs> I'm bringing some of my celebrity friends and their fur babies for an Off the Leash playdate.
0: This looks
4: intense. Hotties, y'all ain't never seen me like this before. Hey guys. I'm going off the stage,
3: off the grid, and off the leash. Ah. Now, in addition, Meg the Stallion also showed some of the nasty, hateful messages that she gets. Uh, she posted from uh, an account called Megan the Stallion Biggest Hater, and it said Megan needs to be shot and killed. Sheesh. Now, she said this is the type of ish I get online and see every day. That is awful. We're sending you some love, Megan the Stallion.
5: Definitely sending you love, Megan. And I got to salute the Snapchat. Drop on the clues bonds for Snapchat because it's amazing to me how TV just lets the internet kick their ass. When I see Meg, you know, have a show on Snapchat, when I see Cardi B have a show on Facebook, I think to myself, how does MTV, VH1, BET, any network just let that get away from them? Mm. That makes no sense to me. None whatsoever. Like, that should be no brainer. That should be low hanging fruit for these TV networks. But, hey man these social media platforms they get it for whatever reason the TV doesn't so salute to Snapchat
3: alright and it looks like Joe Button and Nikki Minaj have a conversation about to come Joe Button posted a picture of him and Nikki and he said once again it's on so once again they're gonna be sitting down and talking could be interesting I'm sure that one is gonna break the internet now I also see that Royce five 5'9 and Joe Button aren't happy about Joelle Ortiz and uh King Cricket doing a new Slaughterhouse project together. So, Joelle Ortiz posted the track list, folks. Save order, music, and merch for the rise and fall of Slaughterhouse. So the two, uh, the four of them were going back and forth. Um, and not sure what happened and how this happened, but it looks like um, this album's going to be coming out with just Joelle Ortiz and, and King Cricket.
9: Now,
5: can you have Slaughterhouse with just Joel Ortiz and Ken Crooked? Like you got to have uh, all four members for it
4: to be Slaughterhouse, right? Well, Joe's not rapping anymore, right?
3: No, he's not. No, true.
4: Yeah. He's not rapping. Yeah, he retired so. a long time ago. Yeah, so and then um I mean, I, I guess they should and have Royce. a conversation. Royce I mean, Royce, Royce, is yeah, Royce is definitely Royce is still yeah. active. Absolutely.
3: All right. Well, Royce the five nine said you have 25% ownership equity in the building. Let's say an apartment building. You built this building with your three partners brick by brick. It's worth a million. Suddenly the value drops because it needs renovations. You and your partners have been talking about when and how this work is going to get done. Y'all just need to agree on a plan of attack. Meanwhile, you and just one of the other partners receive an offer to build another building together, but with just the two of you minus your other two partners, yes, there's a check involved, but just one catch, you have to burn down the building you already have without informing your other two partners in order to do so. Would you do it? Didn't think so, me either.
5: Well, why come how come Joel and Crooked just don't form like their own
3: And call it tag something else? Team?
5: Yeah, call it something else. So to avoid, you know, the slaughterhouse conflict.
3: All right, well, The Rise and Fall of Slaughterhouse is scheduled to drop on March 11th with 13 tracks. And oh, that's what it's called?
5: Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I can see why the other two members would definitely be upset then. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they were, like, I didn't know that was the name of the album. Like, if, you, if it was just them two and they were doing their own thing, cool. But why does it got to be The Rise and Fall of Slaughterhouse?
3: I guess it's from their point of view.
4: Mm-hmm. I don't know. Wow. I wouldn't hear I'm no. sure okay. we'll hear more. Yeah, Absolutely.
3: All right. Well, that is your rumor
4: report. All right. Thank All right. you, Miss Charlemagne. who are you giving that down to, too? Oh, uh, man. Uh, four after the hour, Brett Netzer. He's a minor.
5: Well, he used to be a minor league baseball player for the Boston Red Sox. He needs to come to the front of the congregation. We like to
2: have a word with him. All right. We'll get into that. Next is The <laughs> Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same.
5: If you're a true music lover, you live for that connection with your favorite music and artists, Now, thanks to One Of and the NFT revolution, that connection is about to get much deeper. Learn more about One Of, the new green NFT platform built for the music community at oneof.com. Don't be out here acting like a donkey. pee high, bitch. Yeehaw. It's time for donkey of the day. Mm-hmm. I'm a big boy. I could take it. If you feel I deserve it. it, ain't no big
4: deal. I know Charlamagne guy gonna have some funny sweet shit out his mouth.
5: If gotta say something you may not agree with, doesn't mean I'm mean.
4: Who's getting that donkey? That donkey. That donk.
2: Donk. 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 Donkey. donkey of the day, right here. <laughs> <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. You can call <laughs> me the donkey of the day, but like, I mean no harm.
5: Yes, talk here today for Friday, February 28th. Last day of Black History Month goes to Brett Neltzer. Uh, I hope you learned something this month, okay? And don't let your black historical education stop today. Continue it each and every day because black history is American history. That's a fact. The only reason you don't think it's a fact is because they keep rewriting and revising American history to exclude black people, okay? Now, on this last day of Black History Month, let's talk racism. Let's talk homophobia and let's talk anti-Semitism. See, you can't discuss American history without discussing those three things. And what I don't understand about those three diseases, because they are diseases. And I don't know if it's a cure for any of them because I don't, You know, I don't know what causes them to begin with. You have to be a really sick person mentally and emotionally to hate someone just because of what color they are, who they choose to sleep with, or discriminating against someone because of what religion they are. Yes, we live on a planet where it continues to happen. And I really do miss the times when folks were more discreet about it. There used to be a time when folks felt this way, but they kept it to themselves, okay? Covert discrimination was the way to go. But there must be some type of fun set up for bigots nowadays because bigots don't give a damn anymore about messing up their money when it comes to their bigotry. I mean, it's incredible to me that in 2022, people choose prejudice over paper still, okay? This young man, 25-year-old Brett Netzer, uh, was a minor league baseball player for the Boston Red Sox. Huh?
4: Go ahead.
5: Oh, this young man, yeah, yeah, this this young man, 25 year old Brett Netzer, was a minor league baseball player for the Boston Red Sox, all right? And that right there is a lot of people's dream. You want to be in the majors, but you're getting an opportunity to sharpen your skills in the minors. Well, that dream was deferred this weekend. Well, actually, that dream probably died because on Friday night, for no reason, for absolutely no damn reason at all. Brett went on a series of racist, homophobic, and anti-Semitic social media posts. Now, it's not like these happened 10 years ago, which would have made him like 15. These posts were fresh. I mean, he just put them up Friday. I mean, the Krispy Kreme hot light was on, all right? He took them right out the oven and put them on the table and didn't warn anyone they were hot. But we can see the steam coming off him, okay? He said, and I'm quoting, I'm quoting one of his tweets here, I am a racist. I do sometimes make assumptions based on a person's race, ethnicity, culture. Glad that is out of the way. Now, I appreciate the honesty. I think when someone makes a declaration like that, there should be some type of rehab for bigots. Like, you should go find a way to fix that. Now, after he was released by the Red Sox for those tweets, he posted on Instagram that he agrees his tweets were racist and homophobic. Okay? Uh, he said, this one tweet in particular, he said, I'll go along with racist and homophobic, but anti-Semitic, that's too far. And then he started talking about a Boston Red Sox executive named Chain Boom. And he said, Chain Boom, Bloom is a hypocrite and embarrassment to any Torah-following Jewish person. Now, Brett Netcher was a third-round pick in 2017. Okay, he's from Tega Cay, South Carolina. Now as a South Carolina native, let me tell you what I know about Tega Cay. All I know about Tega Cay is that Tega Cay is 93.2% white people. All right. 93.2%. The second highest population in Tega Cay is Asian at like 3% and black people make up like 2%. Now it sounds to me like Brett just wants to spend the rest of his life in Tega Cay. This isn't an indictment of all white people in take K, but the only people he didn't offend in those tweets is white people. So if you shoot at the LGBTQ community, uh, black people and Jewish people, a place that's 93 percent white is probably the place for you. That's probably you, where you want to be. Look, I hate prejudice and discrimination of any kind, and it always reflects on the person uh, judging and not the person being judged. Brett, there's nothing wrong with the people you talked about, but there is something wrong with you. Now, I would have respected this more if you had some real criticism of this Red Sox executive, okay? Tell me why you think he actually sucks as an executive, all right? But saying he's a disgrace to his religion says nothing about him and everything about you. And now you're done as far as baseball is concerned. I want to know his plan B. I want to know this kid's background because he has to come from a family who's well off to let these tweets fly and just throw a middle finger to his baseball career. Either that or he was, you know, drunk or high. I'd probably say drunk or high. Uh, I can't wait to hear his reasoning behind these tweets, if there is any. But it won't matter because when someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. Uh, Kathy Griffin, in regards to Brett Netzler, could you please do the honors?
6: Please give this giant jar of mayo the biggest hee haw.
5: All right. Well, thank Chelsea you. Chelsea Handler. Does Chelsea want it? Up? No, let Chelsea get in on this. Yeah, hee-haw, let Chelsea get in on this. Hee
3: haw. That is way too much, Dan Mayonnaise.
5: Chris Rock, you got a new special coming. You got anything to say?
3: Cracker ass, cracker.
5: Oh, okay.
4: Any, All right. Anybody Make sure else? you catch
5: the Eagle Trip special. Okay. No, I think that's it. We got everybody.
4: All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Now, coming up next, we have Mm -hmm. Sherry Warren joining us. She's an executive from Interscope. She's featured in the new Discovery and True Crimes docuseries Unrooted, which tells the injustice. Uprooted. Uprooted? Uh, I said unrooted. Uprooted, which tells the injustice of the 1986 unsolved hanging of her 19-year-old brother, Keith Warren. She's a friend to all of us, and she's joining us next. Sherry Warren, ladies and gentlemen, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
2: The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club, Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God.
4: Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We have a special guest joining us. She's an executive for Interscope. She's featured in the Discovery and True Crimes docuseries, Uprooted, which tells the injustice of the 1986 unsolved hanging of her 19-year-old brother, Keith Warren. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, friend to the room, Sherry Warren. Yeah, we've all kind of come up together in a way, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah,
6: I mean the last time you remember me is when uh the shrimps lit up in here and Ray Sherman, Ray Sherman, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying and to then- make you, I'm just
5: trying to make you all this comfortable. And then Sharon. you
6: called me Fire Marshal Bill, <laughs> so- well, and that was my name <laughs> online for like like six months. I just want you to know that. Well, but Sherry I- Warren is here,
3: <laughs> <laughs> and you know, so we do know you from the work that you've been doing in the music business throughout the decades, because we all have, you know, and we did all come up together, but. Just like how we always say you don't know what somebody's story is we might know you but we don't know all the challenges and things that you've been through and how resilient you've been but you have a documentary out um, and so explain to us what this documentary is about so it's a
6: three-part docu-series that um, Discovery
3: Group 9 now this
6: presented to me five years ago it's taken us five years to get here by the way And it's about, the. it just chronicalizes my struggle trying to get just get my brother's death certificate changed and his case reclassified with local police department. And my voice is showing you what families go through Mm -hmm. in my position when people of color are not valued in the media and by law enforcement. Because I'm not asking an incredible ask. Just change Mm -hmm. the death certificate. Just update the death certificate and reclassify the case. Because I can show you how he didn't do it. Right. I need you to show me. Me and every chief that I've had a meet with, which is last two, I've said to them, show me scientifically, physically, and medically how he did it. Mm-hmm. I get the two-step tap dance; they can't do it, but they will step. They will protect that brand until they gonna die on that hill. I'm gonna tell you that. Y- so, your, let's your brother
5: start. was uh, 19. 19. Mm-hmm. Keith Warren, a black man whose body was found hanging from a tree in Silver Spring, Maryland, mm-hmm. in 1980, Six. 1986. So, what, what was the full story? Of so your initially,
6: death? we were told that this woman walking her dog in the middle of the day in this area that's weird came upon By his weird, body. do you mean white? White woman. Oh. Well, yeah.
5: Okay.
6: Um, and she ran back to her boyfriend's house and they called 911 and the paramedics show police show up. And we were told initially that he committed suicide. So at the time, my mom, who was a single black female in the 80s with two kids, well, one now, she didn't have the resources nor knowledge of how to go about fighting that we didn't believe it from day one Mm -hmm. and if you see in the documentary um where my family we never believed it but you if you don't have the money the resources or a big name behind you you're stuck right and then what the system wants you to do is just accept what they want to give you and then move then you will eventually go away unfortunately my mom had the, the endurance and the fortitude not to go away but she died unexpectedly in '09, trying to fight for justice for Keith. And she all she wanted was answers. How did he get on this street? And she could never get a direct answer from the local police department. She could never get a direct answer from state officials. Everybody wanted. To, it's like a ping pong table. You get hit from one legislator to one county executive. It's just like a, a game for them. And if you're a taxpayer paying your tax dollar. You need to understand these people who I've been dealing with, well, not dealing with or not dealing with me for the past 12 years are still paying, getting your tax dollars. So you mm-hmm. people need to vote. That's another part. I an important right. thing I want people to understand is don't sit on your couch mad because your tax dollars is going up when you sitting there allowing these people to get into office who don't care about your issue or your color.
5: Oh, That's why local elections are very important. Very we important. Always mm-hmm.
3: say that. Now, what your mom also did have was she was very meticulous about making sure that she documented everything everything that happened so while you guys may not have had the resources you had all of this information that you were able to now preserve and move forward with and so I wanted to ask you just for people who may not have seen the three-part docu-series so what are some of the things that made it impossible for him to have actually hung himself hang himself from a tree
6: so first of all they didn't investigate anybody First, when the police arrived, they closed the case immediately as a suicide. Mm. His body is strung up; he's not hanging down. His feet are literally on the ground. They said his legs were like mm-hmm. crossed. He's the, cross. yeah. the pictures are now, uh, what do you call it? Warning, put those warnings on the uh, oh, not, safe it's not, for, not safe for viewing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah uh, they're online. Triggering, uh, triggering. Yes, yeah. they're not. On, they're online. I didn't do them, but they're online. These are actual police photos. The police admit that they're theirs. They just don't know how we got them. Somebody left them on my mom's doorstep on his twenty fifth wow. birthday. Wow. And they're copies of the police photos. They spent more time Man. trying to figure out how did we got these photos than they than they can explain to me why one, my brother is strung up. He's not hanging down. He's the clothing he has on his body is not the clothing we got back in nineteen eighty six. We would have never known that had we got the pictures. Because we were given in nineteen eighty six his brown construction boots, ugly ass boots you used to wear all the time, right? A blue hoodie jacket and a duff bag full of tapes and a Jimi Hendrix hat. When we asked about the shirt, pants, and underwear, we were told it was so much decomposition on the clothing they had to destroy them, okay? That's what we were told in 86. Then you get these pictures, and you'd be like, okay, well, where's, where, what is, the stuff we got back, my mom saw him leave the house in. The stuff he has on the tree is not recognizable. I asked the police in all my meetings, and so did my mother, where did you get the clothing he left the house in that we recognized? Do you know they had the nerve to play with my intelligence and tell me that he, they were around his body? That he took a change of clothes to go hang himself. He wanted to be casket sharp. Exactly. So then um, after this white detective closes the case and sends the body to the funeral home of his choice. Right. and no orders autopsy. No autopsy. He mm-hmm. orders an embalming. He then notifies my mom six hours later. So now you sent the body to the funeral home of your choice, which please get into semantics with me. They say, well, we didn't choose a funeral home. Well, then if you, if my mama didn't choose it, I wasn't in the state and I was a minor and I didn't choose it. You chose it. And they right? said that was the law. Right? That was policy and procedure, yeah. which is another point of contention. Police, you, police, <sighs> police departments hide behind policy and procedure and unions when they want to continue a lie. Let me just be clear, cut and dry. I was told in 1986, it was policy and procedure that they could send bodies to the funeral homes of their choice, and I said, show me. Show me in writing in 2018, under the Freedom of Information Act, Maryland Public Information Act, I said, show me. There is not one electronic or hard copy of this police manual, because they update them every year and then destroy the old copies. Then a month later, my aunt comes up from North Carolina. She wants to say a prayer, because Keith wasn't found but so far from my house. She goes to where the tree's supposed to be. The tree's cut down. Is it they mm-hmm. So my mom call, calls the detective. She's like, okay, where's the tree? Well, we're collecting evidence. Why are you collecting evidence a month after the case is closed? And then the tree is destroyed a couple years later in a warehouse fire. So there's no tree. So then I asked, okay, in 2018, show me the requisition. It was allowed to, uh, this person was allowed to go on private property and cut a tree down. There is none. Okay, show me pictures of the tree since he's collecting evidence that you know for this police file mm-hmm. there is none so there's no evidence of this tree but the reality of it is he was trying to get to the branch because once you get to the branch you can tell because of the way the rope is way which way the, the the rope was going up or down right so he had to get to the branch and then they lost
3: the noose. so my mom kept asking for the noose and they said it was impossible right for him to have tied the way that the, it was the, tied. the way
6: that two tree configuration is and it's online by the way there's no way to there's no way you could uh, there, there's no physical way he could have done it.
3: All right,
4: we have more with Sherry Warren when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Oh. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Sherry Warren. She's a, an executive at Interscope. And she's featured in the Discovery and true crime docuseries Uprooted, which tells the injustice of the 1986 unsolved hanging of her 19-year-old brother, Keith Warren. Charlamagne. That's
5: so scary for a number of reasons because you know if it was a, a murder, right? Like just a regular murder, they would be trying to figure it out. When they're going that hard to cover something up, it's like, well, who was involved that they trying to protect? Do y'all have any idea?
6: Ah, uh, yeah, no. And I don't want to because I've been, we've been threatened with lawsuits, and you know, because his friends went quiet. The day he left the house, now, the, his friends... Now, my brother was a black, white boy, full disclosure. Okay? Mm-hmm. All his friends were right. white. <laughs> Mine were black. They didn't like me. I didn't like them. It was fine. But they was always in my house, on my phone, on my floor, in my refrigerator. During the two days he was missing, nobody called or came by. Nobody. My mother told me that. She actually had to call the person... I'm using air quotes. We thought was his best friend. He said, oh, I know where he is. I'll go get him. Okay, next day, he's found on the tree. All right. So, let's fast mm-hmm. forward. Every time you mention his name... And somebody else's name. Now, always try to sue you or lawyer up. Mm-hmm. So if you, if that was your friend, right? Why don't you want to talk? You You'll be party? devastated. Like we got to figure out what happened to my best friend. When I say to you, it mm-hmm. has been the most frustrating, struggling process to get to justice in this situation because the justice system in Maryland—I can only speak for Keith—ain't about justice for Keith Warren. It's about hiding whatever they don't want told on this story. And I don't know what that is.
5: I'm his speaking. friends. Are his friends connected to people? Like, their family members? Certain? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I see, now it's it making out. sense.
6: I found that out recently.
5: Politicians? No. Police, mm-hmm. police? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, now so it, we it all speculate. makes sense. we can speculate.
3: We oh, can no. Yeah, we can speculate. We can speculate.
6: Yes, I just found that out because, ironically, the, the, the good thing about this documentary is that people are coming out the woodworks and remembering things. And That's having- why I'm so
3: glad you did this <laughs> because, honestly, I'm hoping that something like this will help you get some of the closure that you need. We know your mom has since passed and she really like, the whole rest of her life was dedicated to finding out what happened to her son and to your brother. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really hopeful that just watching this docu-series that people will be able to get, because there are so many people that are like, that was impossible, there was mm-hmm. no way. They said when they got there, they would, the police officers were talking about where they were about to go eat later. They was like, they- why does this
6: have to happen at my run- on my lunch hour? Really? They didn't, rope, they didn't rope off the court. The, the crime scene wasn't roped off. You got somebody standing in the back of the pictures with his shirt off. They didn't interview anybody. They immediately closed the case down. And the the, the biggest point I want, Montgomery County, Maryland, and I want police departments across this, this country to understand, Keith's life mattered, okay? He was loved. He was a, a son, a nephew, a brother, a best friend, a grandson, a cousin. He was loved. He wasn't something that you were just going to make go away. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going away, as you can see. <laughs> so, I mean, unfortunately, it took yeah. my mom's last breath, but I have learned. I, I learned from her struggle and I'm learning to manage. I'm in therapy. I have Beautiful. a therapist for the last 16 years, so I'm good with that. But I, I find that I want people to know that if you know in your heart and heart something ain't right, use the justice system, use social media, because mm-hmm. we didn't have social media back right. in 1986, remember? But once my mom passed away and I said at her gravesite, I said, yep, they think it's over. It's not. It's just beginning. Because my mom wanted to put on this pretty face. She thought being a black woman in the 80s talking to white men, she had to be a certain, you know, and not intimidating and not the sister that they would, you know, receive well, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay. How'd that work out?
5: Yeah, they they didn't care regardless. That, you know, so, regardless of how you presented, they did not care.
3: And so at this point, I ain't got nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. Sherry, how has this affected you in your everyday life since then in ways that you now realize having gone to therapy?
6: Um, I find you, you never get over it. You know, people want to live in this, um, oh, you know, time will heal. No, mm-hmm. time will teach you how to deal with it, but it will never heal. But to pile on, like it's one thing for your loved one to die, right? But it's another for you not to understand how your loved one was, because I believe he was strung up on that tree for a message. Because if you killed him and if it was an accident, you could have left him at the corner store or you could have left him in a ditch. Why must you uh, hang him is very on a intentional. right? Why yeah. would you string him up on a tree? What was the point of that, right? And then for a police officer to walk up and see this, first of all, the noose, the rope is mm. caught up in his collar of his shirt. He has leaves on the back of his shirt, so he, clearly he was on the ground and they dragged him up. So if you don't, everybody can see that. And then on top of that, you had the paramedic, a first responder who was there, right? witnesses who were there who one say it didn't look like a suicide and he's on camera he's in the documents, he gives a ho- he's been talking about it since 1990s but then you have the witnesses who say there was no clothing around his body right so where did the clothing come from like it's just it's unfortunate but i feel like it's my mission to help inspire others mm-hmm. to continue because i again it took me it took total 35 years to get here but it's taken me a total of 12. And I've had local officials ignore me. I've only had one person in the county of Montgomery to acknowledge me. Now, trust me, you see my personality, right? I get online and f- with everybody, right? <laughs> I'll be online. I mean, in my head, okay, how can I f- with Montgomery County today? I have emailed every person, every official, legislator, county councilman, f- police, you name it. Only one person has ever responded. And his name is Honda Dreamer. And it's sad when mm. these are elected officials that right. sit in these positions. Why are you here? So, sorry, I took over.
5: You're a very intuitive person. Do you think your brother's killers are still alive? Yes. Yeah. Okay.
6: I don't know about his kill. Those who know, there's people around that are, yes. Mm-hmm. There's no reason why you, you my brother's friend and you not talking. Mm-hmm. Like, where was he two days? The two days he was gone, nobody called, nobody came by, so somebody knew where he was.
5: Was he dead for those two days? Or-
6: you know they didn't do an autopsy. So we yeah. don't know we don't know what time or date of death because they didn't do an autopsy. So I have to mourn two years every every year, the thirtieth and the thirty-first. Mm. Because we don't know because they didn't do an autopsy. What two days. Two days. Yeah. Because we he left on Tuesday, he's found on Thursday.
5: And my last question, what does justice look like?
6: Justice you? looks like reclassifying his case, updating the death certificate. Getting a letter of apology to my mother, mm-hmm. acknowledging in writing that you traumatized her, mm. you destroyed her, you took 23 years of her life, when all she wanted was answers as to how her son got up on a tree. It that's not a that's not an invalid question. You try to dismiss her. You took away her voice. That is justice for me, and to make sure that this doesn't happen to anybody else across this country. Like, we have to hold law enforcement accountable. Law enforcement has to have more transparency. You have to show that the the accountability. You have to speak up. When you see something is wrong, you need to say something. Mm -hmm. But, you know, police unions and privacy and procedure protect these individuals. And we see that today.
3: We are praying for you. And I'm praying that anybody who has information contacts you. How can people contact you with information if they have any, know anything,
6: I have a foundation. It's a not for
3: profit. It's the Keith
6: Warren Justice Foundation.org. Mm-hmm. And I started that foundation in my brother's name to help others navigate the judicial system. So you can reach me at info at the Keith Warren Justice I also have the Keith Warren Justice which is all about him. You want to find, I got police documents up there. I got information about what's going on. You can go there. Um, And I'm on my Instagram is Sherry underscore S H E R R I underscore Warren W A R R E N justice for Keith and Twitter. I am justice for Keith. (laughs) Um, And uh, uh, do I have something else? Uh, Facebook (laughs) Keith W Warren. (laughs) But I get I thank you so much for having me. I am Truly thankful.
5: Uh, it's Sherry Warren. Make sure you check out the Uprooted docu series on Discovery Plus. Sherry, thank you for coming.
3: Thank you. And for always coming.
5: sending you healing energy. Let's
3: thank get you. justice for Keith Warren. Right. Yes. <laughs>
5: it's the Breakfast Club.
2: The Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. On the Breakfast Club.
1: listen up. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, 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 nah.
3: Well, according to reports, friends are very worried about Wendy Williams. They are saying that she is missing doctor visits. And they said she's missing her medical appointments down in Florida, claims a longtime friend. You all right over there? Sorry, my headphones just fell. Mm. Uh, And they just want to get her back to New York City. Sound like you're
5: missing your medical appointments.
3: (laughs) To get her back on track. My headphones just slid off my head and fell. I don't know what happened. Um, In addition to all of that, according to reports, she has fired her management team and is only speaking to her son, And her ex-husband after her show has uh, been canceled. So they said Bernie and Howard are out. They don't even have a way to get in contact with her. No one has no way to get in contact with Wendy. She doesn't even have her own phone anymore. But they did say her son is doing a great job with her, taking care of her and getting her the help she needs. Kevin Jr. has power of attorney, but his dad is helping him manage what that means. He needs to do. He's young. And because of everything going on, Wendy isn't opposed to having her ex-husband help her. So that is on the Jasmine Well, I'm sending
5: Wendy Williams healing energy, always.
3: Mm-hmm. All right. Now, in some good news, Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet are reportedly giving their marriage a second chance. A source, a source close to the couple said that the big move occurred almost two weeks ago and they have moved back in with each other. Just one month after announcing their divorce and they're very much back together, they decided to work on things rather than throw in the towel because they have so much invested in each other. So let's hope they do work things out. When they initially had put up this statement post about them parting ways in marriage, that post has since been deleted. So that's a good sign. Mm
5: -hmm.
3: All right. And also, that's a beautiful
5: thing. I'm sending them healing energy as well.
3: Also, sending some love to Shay Johnson. She has revealed that her fibroids have returned. She did announce that she was pregnant. She wrote, me and your grandmother are trying to think of what name to give you. I thought I was having a boy, so I only had boy names. That's what she originally had posted when she put up a picture of her sonogram. She said she really wanted to have kids. But now she's saying these fibroids are back. Now, she did have a myomectomy to have them removed previously, but that did not stop them from growing again. And she said uh, there were three fibroids that were found during her recent ultrasound. She said, I was advised by my doctors because I'm pregnant. There's nothing I can do right now but monitor the fibroids. Any procedure to remove the fibroids, which my choice would be UFE, can possibly harm the baby. And, of course, I'm not taking that chance. I was also advised they might go away on their own once I have the baby. The only thing I can do now is wait. This sucks. I will keep you guys posted on this process.
5: Damn. Shay, send the healing energy to Shay, too, man. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, man. man, I have a um-
5: fibroids ain't no joke. I got so many homegirls dealing with fibroids. Like I have so many homegirls who've either had fibroid surgery, or they're currently about to have fibroid surgery. Like I got like three homegirls who got to have, who had to have it, or is about to have it.
3: Yeah, that's why I was thinking about what uh, Coach Jessie, she actually helped one of my friends who was pregnant and had uh, bad fibroids, her fibroids were so bad she couldn't get out of bed. Mm. And she was just on bed rest, she was in pain, she was crying, and she did give her a diet to follow that actually did help shrink some of the fibroids and get rid of some of them to make her actually able to like walk and get out of bed. But she was down for like two weeks in Uh. pain. All right, now, Snoop Dogg. And it's not an
5: age thing, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I was like, man, we all getting old. No, I'm it's not like an, an age. Because I'm hearing about it's all not. my homegirls getting fibroids. No, it's not an age thing. they all 40 thing. and up. But it's not an age thing. No.
3: Not at all. Um, and a lot of times women, uh, well, it affects black women disproportionately also. And sometimes women don't even mm-hmm. know they have them. So when you have those really heavy periods, it's painful. Um, you might be bloated. You know, it really affects your life. And so... Yeah, so we are hoping and praying for the best for you, Shay Johnson. Mm-hmm. All right, Snoop Dogg may be hit for with sure. a lawsuit after revealing the Uber Eats driver's personal information on Instagram. Now, if you guys recall, this all started when Snoop De- uh, Snoop blasted Uber Eats for not delivering his food to him.
1: Can Uber Eats didn't bring my f- food? I'm talking about here ride. This is not a safe place. Punk mother, f- my food. I got all my god money, punk.
3: All right, well since then he did a uh, post and he said this: the Uber driver did not want to come because he said it was not a safe place. The Uber driver also is saying that he did call him like eight and waited eight minutes and didn't get a response and then when he finally responded, uh, he told Snoop that he didn't feel safe. Now the Uber East driver is saying that he has anxiety because of Snoop posting his personal information. Here's what he said.
0: There's my picture there and also there is a first name. After I see the the video, um, I'm I'm kind of like you know, uh, have I have like a high anxiety, and I fear for my, for my uh, family safety. I contact the, 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 the customer many times, and I follow the, the the protocol by the book.
3: Now, according to the driver, he also feels like Uber Eats did not protect him at all. I just felt it's
0: not hey, yeah. it's not fair because I am the one uh, deserved a apology from uh, from the Uber Eats, not the snoop. But I have to fight for, for my rights and my family rights. Um, I just feel like intri- uh, I'm not treated well from this celebrity and also from, from, from
3: Uber Eats. All right. Well, that is your... <laughs> yeah, I don't right know part. if the Uber... Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, and I don't know if the Uber driver is right or wrong, but I do know he wouldn't be suing if it wasn't Snoop Dogg. Of course not. I, he, he would not be, there would be no lawsuit happening if that wasn't Snoop Dogg, because you can't tell me that situations like that don't happen all the time. But he saw that it was Snoop and the fact that Snoop posted it. So I think if you're a public Duh. figure, we need, putting, we need to stop putting those people on blast. Like, ignore him because all it does is end up costing us money. Call Uber Eats customer service and blast them. But to put them on blast like that publicly, that's just going to cost
4: you money at the end of the day. Oh, he could have just blasted, like you said, Uber Eats. Didn't have to say any directly, because like you said. Call it's, customer service. cost them a bunch. But Don't post it on the gram. All right. Well, that is your rumor
2: report. People's Choice Mix is up next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same.
3: Angela Yee here and The General Insurance has been saving people money for nearly 60 years. So if you want quality insurance for less, take a closer look at The General. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. The General Auto Insurance Services Inc and Insurance Agency in Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply.
4: Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's Black History Month. What are we doing, Charlamagne?
5: Listen, man. Every day during Black History Month, we drop the daily podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio Radio Podcast Network called "I Didn't Know Maybe You Didn't Either," hosted by my guy B Dot. Now, today, B Dot is going to tell you about Wilberforce University. Do you know about Wilberforce University? Well, you're about to find out. I didn't
9: What's really good, man? B-Dot here. Today we are still at MTA. We're back with the estheticians. they back there bringing the glow out of your face. Hair bumps, gone. Little mustache, out of here. You know what I'm saying? I am a graduate of Winston-Salem State University. As a matter of fact, I got a WSSU Ram in the building, ain't it? That's you. And, of course, there is an Aggie in the building. Aggie pride. And I even heard there was a Bronco in the building. Bronco? There's a lot of HBCU love around here. My alma mater was founded in 1892, and it embarrassed me that I was not familiar with Wilberforce University. Are y'all familiar with Wilberforce? Now, Cheney University is the first HBCU, but it was founded by Quakers. The very first HBCU that was founded and operated by black folk, Wilberforce University in Ohio. Now, if you look it up, it was also a vacation spot for slave masters. See, black folk in Ohio, they were free. Slave masters would take their slave mistresses from the South up to Ohio to Wilberforce, but it wasn't named Wilberforce. It was the Tawawa House. It's actually a book about it called Winch, W-E-N-C-H. Great book, and the title is Winch because in those enslaved periods, black women were called winches, and black men, they were called bucks. You can review previous episodes of I Didn't Know Maybe You Didn't Either about buck breaking. Just tons of stuff that I didn't know. Did y'all know? No. I didn't know. Maybe hey, you didn't either. I didn't know. All right, well,
4: happy Black History Month.
5: That's right. Happy Black History Month. It's been a great Black History Month. And please, well, it hasn't been a great Black History Month, but, you know, it's been average. Um, but please keep your Black History education going well after Black History Month because Black History is American history. And if you think otherwise, it's only because America has tried very hard
4: to erase black history from American history. All right. Well, when we come back, we got the positive note. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club now um Charlemagne before,
3: well before the positive note I wanted to shout out our friend Ida Rodriguez mm-hmm. I went to go see her at Caroline's Ida. and she had an amazing hilarious show like when I tell you everybody that was there to host everyone was so funny people was in there crying amazing job so shout out to Ida uh, she was at Caroline's make sure you check out her interview on the Breakfast Club what's our YouTube the Breakfast Club online
4: Yes. Breakfast up online. I don't know. Yeah.
3: Something like that. Mm -hmm. And um also shout out to my girl Natori Nutt, and she's getting married. And she had her bridal shower over the weekend in Brooklyn. So I just wanna send her some love. She's so excited, so happy. To be getting married, she was reflecting on what life was like just a few years ago when she started doing power. She didn't have a daughter, you know, she didn't have her man and now she's Got her baby, her family. She nice. bought a house and getting married. So, shout out to her.
4: Congratulations to her.
5: That's crazy. She she bounced back fast after ghosts.
3: Shut up. Yeah, shut up. She's in jail on there. Oh, no, she's out. She's on house arrest. Or, no. no, she's, she's in- out. Um, She's
5: on house arrest. Got a new identity.
3: Not house arrest. She's- She's got um, a new- I- What you going call it? She's uh, in uh, the witness protection. Witness, witness protection. Witness protection
5: program, yeah. yeah. My goodness. She got her daughter back now. Man, life is up.
3: She brought Lala back to life. Well, you- Cause huh? Lala's in the wedding too. Remember, didn't she? Uh, she got her back to life. From, oh, oh, yeah. I'm, her best friend. You know
5: what's so crazy? I ran randomly. I was thinking how I got to start watching Force because I haven't watched it yet, and I don't know why. Randomly, I was thinking about plots on how they could bring
4: Lala's character back. <laughs> Please, <laughs> I wasn't right. even high. I was You're just conf- randomly thinking about this. You're confusing a bunch of people out there. But leave us on the positive note. <laughs>
5: Listen, it's not. This isn't really a positive note. It's more of a statement. Because, you know, I promised when Tupac said they got money for war but can't feed the poor, that was so accurate. Because when I see things like, you know, the White House is currently asking Congress for $6.4 billion for the U.K. crisis, you can't tell me that kind of money can't fix homelessness in America. You can't tell me that kind of money can't provide free health care in this country. It's just amazing to me that America keeps slapping its poor in the face like this. Uh, and I just wonder how does it make homeless veterans who fought for this country feel when they see things like that. It's just Just a statement. But um, overall, I guess the positive note is simply this. Mankind must remember that peace is not God's gift to his creatures. Peace is our gift to each other.
1: Breakfast club, bitches. You all finished or you all done?